0: The Golden Knights play the Avalanche in Denver tonight. It's the first end of a back-to-back. We set the table in this key matchup in the Western Conference. We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Kardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first lesson each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Locked on Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and uh, get underway here for this NFL postseason. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. So, Chris, VGK facing an Avalanche team today. That is seven, one, and 7-1-1 one in their last nine games. But VGK in Colorado when they met earlier this season, it was a shutout victory for the VGK, seven to nothing. That was back on November the 4th. And uh, that's a time after that win where VGK was 11 0 and 1. How much has changed since that first meeting?
1: I'm, I'm looking. I got the Avalanche game logs up here right now. So that game happened on November the 4th. Fourth, yeah. There's been approximately 30 games since then for both teams. And mm. God, the Avalanche are involved in some high-scoring games on both sides. Take the so, over. Let's see. Yeah. One, yeah, two, three. Give me one second here. Four, five. Yeah. If I count right, there's like only seven games that have been under six goals for the Avalanche in the last twenty, in the last thirty games, or whatever it is. That is just absolutely remarkable. So the first thing I want to look at are the the goaltending stats here, and
0: yeah, you know, uh, I think George is you have not who they're going to
1: face. And, yeah, he's not been good. 297 895, uh, Prisvetov rookie, same deal. He's uh, an eight nine five three one six. So, you know, I got a feeling locks of the night, we're both going to have pretty weird,
0: crooked numbers as our uh, total. Okay, well, the big news coming out of VGK camp yesterday the fact that Logan Thompson is ill and Aiden Hill. This is his return. Perhaps we will see him tonight. Uh, Had 41 saves in that shutout victory back in November.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, there's just the, the drama doesn't stop in nets as far as injuries, illness, anything you can think of. It's always something. And the bigger concern isn't just simply Logan Thompson missing a a single game due to an illness or possibly a pair of games is how it might end up happening. But the bigger concern is, is anyone else getting sick? And I mean, we got a lot of parents here and stuff like that, or if you're not a parent, you're probably sick right now too. And, you know, I've, my family's had something in the house probably for the last three weeks or so, you know, COVID's doing its thing again. And, you know, everyone is just sick right now and professional athletes get sick too. So, the concern right now, we don't really know what the plan was before Logan Thompson's illness popped up. Was Aiden Hill going to go tonight? Was Aiden Hill going to go tomorrow night? We don't know these things. Will Patera possibly start tonight if Aiden Hill maybe just needs that one more day of rest? Like, these are the questions that that you know we might not know the answers to, and. Let's just, you know, be as negative as possible for a second here. What if Hill's first game back is supposed to be tomorrow night's, And then four or five, six, eight minutes in, he goes down to make a save and, and comes up lame. And all of a sudden he's out. Like, what if this
0: happens again? It's just, I don't know. I don't know. How important are these two games in the back-to-back considering now that Vancouver has gone up by six points in the Pacific Division? it's the the totality
1: of the season right now it's not just vancouver it's the fact that there is very easily going to be a five horse race to win the pacific definitely five good teams competing for those top 3 spots that obviously have you comfortably in the playoffs and you know the central i don't know if they're going to produce a fourth or even fifth playoff team so you wonder how that's going to play out. And I just saw a stat really fast before I logged on. It's been 30 games where the Winnipeg Jets have allowed three or less goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. is
1: going on here they're right on now? And Yeah. You know, Van like Vancouver, you didn't expect this to happen. The Jets trade made some, made some big moves. You didn't expect them to be doing what they're doing right now. And, you know, Seattle started slow. They're doing well. Edmonton's doing well. And it's just a... It's yeah.
0: wacky. It's wacky. Everyone's starting to come on here, and it's uh, talk about an avalanche. It's like all these teams just piling up points. Valerie Nikushkin potted the game winner against Boston a couple of nights ago in the shootout. That was a pretty fun game. And uh, Bruce Cassidy said that he watched that game as well. Two highly skilled teams, Colorado and Boston, at the back to back. Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon has been on an absolute heater. His current point streak at home has reached 22 games now, <laughs> 22 ungodly. And that is one game off of Joe Sakic's record for the old Quebec Nordiques. And so overall, Cassidy says that uh, he's going to have to, to make these top players, Chris, uh, work a little bit harder because McKinnon, players like that, McCarr, uh, they play those players an awful lot. They get a lot of time on the ice. And he says that VGK Cassidy did will have to work them every inch of the ice because the stars of the avalanche they play a ton of minutes. Good strategy coming in, yeah. I mean,
1: another comment was you can't take a single shift off because they're going to make you pay McKinnon 66 points, Ranson in 51 points, McCarr 48 points, uh, new Sh- new Shishkin. I- Nishushkin, there we You're go. Sure. I'm, the, I'm the one that can't say a name. No, 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 show. you say it
0: better than uh, the play by play guy of Boston who called him fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, whatever.
1: Um, okay. 40 points. You know, we're all gung ho about Eichel having 40 points or 42, whatever it is in Vegas. And uh, that's nothing compared to what these guys are doing in Colorado right now. There's more to it than that. But just simply acknowledging the point totals and such. Um, This is a game where William Carlson is going to be missed, obviously. You do have that defensive ability. And, you know, Carlson's done a pretty good job against players like McDavid and such in the past, so he can certainly would have been able to make McKinnon's life a little more difficult. And you know, this is also well not not the same Golden Knights team, but the Golden Knights, like we talked about at the start of the segment, did blank the Avalanche seven nothing. So oh, you know, I thought the Golden Knights in
0: for a swear word for a dirty word they did blank and. Oh, they, yeah, they blank. <laughs> That's good. That's Seven good. Nine. Yes. Seven yeah.
1: Okay. They, 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 they blank and blank and shut out the blank and avalanche. There you go. Got a few of them in there. So, <laughs> we got him, you got know, the Golden Knights do have the roadmap to success against this team. Although, I don't know if all the avalanche moms are going to be there because all the avalanche moms were, it was the mom trip when they came to Vegas. Oh, that's I right. I heard uh, rumors that McKinnon and uh, McCarr they were, uh, you know, up late. You know,
0: hitting, uh, hitting the penny slots and stuff like that at and bingo. So, I don't and know. And bingo, yeah, bingo, yeah, bingo. Uh, VGK has its injury woes, Chris. But for the Avalanche, we don't have enough Bo time. Left for the show to cover all the injuries for the Golden. <laughs> we don't have time Bo left Byron for the show. was out sick, as you said. That's going around. Uh, Bo Byron, Boston games. Yeah, it seems like he always is. Uh, one of my favorite players, uh, tough man Josh Manson, missed the game. Miles Wood and Arturi Lekanen, Uh, they all missed the game. Uh, against Boston a couple of nights ago. I want to talk more about Alexander Georgiev. He faced in that Boston game, Chris, 12 high danger shots. And he got mad. I think it was on the PK. I think he get, gave up a goal and he smashed his stick and he showed a lot of emotion on the ice. And I didn't, I told you before, you know, as a Ranger fan, I didn't think he was him or whatever you guys say. Uh, but I didn't think that he was the guy. But apparently, they go to him an awful lot there with Colorado. In
1: Colorado, you don't need. I mean, what Darcy Kemper was, or was it Kemper or Grubauer? Yeah. Kemper,
0: right? No, no, no. It was Kemper. Well, Grubauer was Kemper, there. Kemper too. won the
1: Stanley Cup, right? Right, but Grubauer was there before. Yeah, Grubauer was there as well. But I mean, the point is, in Colorado, you sure every team needs needs a great goalie, but you don't necessarily need a Connor Hellbuck or a Vasilevsky or players along those lines you need someone to not lose games for them and you know the numbers we're talking about right now they're not good enough for the Avalanche to necessarily make that big playoff run unless they turn up you know you look at what the Oilers are doing and how their defense and goaltending and everything has come together right now can the Avalanche get to that point I don't know we'll find out obviously I mean it's Winning every game four to three, which is, you know, when you look at the avalanche game log, that's what's happening right now. I mean, just read some of these recent scores. It doesn't matter if it, if it's the winning or losing side. Just here's some of these scores. Four to eight, five to four, five to four, three, one, two, one, four, five, four, one, six to four, two to three, six to two, two to six, five to one, six to five, two to five, two to four, three to two, one to four. So, I mean, all these just crazy high scoring games. In the playoffs, that'll work. In the, I'm sorry, in the regular season, that'll work. When it comes time to win three to two hockey games, do the Avalanche have that ability? And right now the answer is no. And neither do the Golden Knights
0: at the current moment, too, to be fair. What's wild is both the Avalanche and VGK are now looking up, right, at the, in the standings. Uh, you have Winnipeg. Yeah, it is still relatively early, but it's the halfway point, okay? No, it, uh, it matters right now. It, it definitely matters, What do we matters. do is... Sure. Are, Do we have any analytics on the American halfway point here in the NHL? Like whoever's probably
1: whatever the Thanksgiving is, just probably add 6%.
0: I mean, it's, you know, something like that. So, you
1: know, it's a fine
0: spot. Well, they're looking up now at Vancouver. And like you said, everyone else is coming on. I can't believe now Seattle back in the mix, even, you know, for the final playoff spots, watch out for Calgary. They're starting to play better. Yeah, I mean, the, I I mean everyone's fun, moved you up know. in the points here late here in the uh, first half of play. So it's been exciting and a lot of fun. And again, each and every game does count, and banking a point or two does matter. And the Kings are a team that's in a tailspin when they've had every opportunity to move up in the Pacific Division. Uh, Gave but, up a point last it, night after lead really? Again, well, this is like someone said four or five games in a row on the road where they've done this, or... Overall, maybe overall, but yeah, so it's getting really tight there in the Pacific and also in the entire Western
1: mm-hmm. Conference. One, one quick Pacific stat, and then you can toss it over really fast. But last 10 games for the top six teams in the Pacific Vancouver, seven, two, and one, Vegas, three, and seven, Los Angeles Kings, three, four, and three, Edmonton Oilers, eight, and two, Seattle, Kraken, eight, oh, and two, and then the, the Cal Gary three, Flames are six and four right now. So, yeah, you yeah. know, the Golden Knights and Kings, they're both giving up a lot of real estate as far as uh important standings points go. And, um, you know, I think the Golden Knights are trying to get to the all-star break, get healthy after the all-star
0: break, and then, you know, go to third and fourth gear at that point. That's just my read. Coming up next, VGK had as many as 10 defensemen on the ice this week who stays, who goes when everyone is healthy, we discuss that next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. It is that time of year again. It's time for the NFL playoffs. And yesterday I did, in fact, look up to see if I still had the subscription for Peacock. And I still do. So I'm going to get a chance to watch a playoff game on Peacock this upcoming weekend oh by the way we're talking about fanduel right now and right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning 5 dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins and if you've been thinking about uh, joining fanduel there's no better time to do so than right now get into the action on point spreads player props totals and much much more so visit fanduel.com/lockdown and get this NFL postseason underway. That's Fanduel.com/lockedon. Fanduel, the official partner of the National Football League. Welcome back on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. Make sure that you tune in on Fridays and give us some good comments on WTF with the Friday. On Saturdays, it's the Chris Times Chris Junior Show. Is that kid going to get a uh, a Twitter handle, X handle, sometime he's soon? Got a, he's got a phone. He's probably getting closer. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, definitely got he's got a following. You know, more so than either of us. So <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, so we had ten defensemen on the ice on Monday at practice. When this team returns, perhaps someday to full strength. Um, Are there any blue line players that you feel might have improved their stock, moved up the ladder, so to speak here, as far as it goes and to breaking the rotation. And I ask you this because I think when VGK starts to forecast the future, I don't think Alec Martinez will be there next season. No. I mean, I, I wrote an article kind
1: of talking about, three different trade deadline scenarios on Vegas hockey now. And, and, what basically, were they?
0: and what were they?
1: The shortest version was the path if the Golden Knights return to health and are doing okay. You might see like a depth acquisition made around the deadline. Think like a Teddy Bluger type of player, something where if the Golden Knights need some defensive help on the forwards, they have a player player like that waiting. Um, you have the scenario where let's assume like William Carlson or Shea Theodore are on LTIR the rest of the season or someone else goes down. Then Kelly McCrimmon obviously has some more salary cap space to work with. So then you see the big splash like an Ivan Barbashev or I don't know, like a Patrick Kane, there if he's no, going to be made and available. God, pause, just
0: one second. There are no salary cap issues here in Vegas continue fair enough fair enough fair enough and
1: then you know the last scenario which this is something that no one wants to acknowledge no one wants to talk about but stevenson Marcheson, and alec martinez that's 13 million dollars of salary cap space for the golden knights you add the 4.2 million dollar increase that's going to happen year over year to the salary cap so let's just assume for a second the golden knights fall out of playoff contention in these next 23 games or so to the all-star break at that point, that again, if that happens, Marchessault, so, Stevenson, and Alec Martinez could be shipped before the deadline even happens. And the reason that matters is because you still have a great core in Eichel and Stone and Barbashev, uh, Petrangelo, Zach Whitecloud, Nick Wah, who are signed through at least 2026-27. You give Kelly McCrimmon $17 million to work with. He can really improve the team to keep the Stanley Cup window open but you trade those three players for draft picks and prospects. So now you're improving your prospect pool while you have nearly $20 million in salary cap space to improve the team. Again, I'm not saying that that's what what should happen. I'm simply saying that's what could happen if the
0: team falls off dramatically in these next 23 games before the All-Star break. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Cassidy just starts to gravitate to certain players, and I think right now that player – is Lucas Cormier. Um, 5'10, 180 pounds. He's a very skilled defenseman. What does his future hold? Do you feel? His future is is there. I mean, you know, he's lumped
1: with the brissons. There you go, Tony. He's lumped it, with you. the with he's lumped with Brisson. He's lumped with Jake Bischoff. He's lumped with Denisenko. He, he's that next wave. Maybe he's a tiny bit above the next wave. But he's a part of that next wave. Uh, his stock is certainly up a little bit. He had a good first game. He, he had a point on the power play, which, you know, Castiel pat himself on the back for making that move. Um, he looked good. He checked a lot of boxes out there. He had a good game, a good game, a singular good game. Um, his stock is up. You met. You asked about, you know, player stocks at the start of the segment. Braden Bihal's stock is down right now. Um, all of a sudden. with his on these the cut?
0: His name is on the cup. Yes, his name is on the cup. I'm better about that. But so his, I'm better about that. I'm sorry, is, man.
1: <laughs> his yeah, stock is definitely down because they they Cassidy, the Golden Knights, elected to go with uh Bjornfoot, who had been in town for 48 hours, over Pahal, who knows the system a lot better, and Cormier, who's never played an NHL game. Pahal still found himself on the outside looking in. So as far as how this situation plays out with 10 and 11 defensemen, once Shea Theodore is back in the picture, it's not going to be about X's and O's and stuff like that. It's going to be about contract situations. Korzak, Miromanov, Cormier, those three players can be sent down, no questions asked. They go to the AHL, they get more time, and whatever happens there. So now you have, on the back side, basically an extra defenseman in Bjorn Futs. And Pahal obviously is still there too. So I think ultimately the decision might wound up being sometime this season who stays between Pahal and Bjorn Foots. And I think one of those players probably ends up getting traded or waived once the Golden Knights defensemen return to health. And the hope is they make it to the AHL, but neither one of them would clear waivers
0: and go to the AHL, I believe. There's no stinking way that they will get rid of Slew Bjornfoot. Bjorn Foote. There's absolutely no way because they were trolling me. Vegas Bjornfoot hashtag. As you can. What do you think of uh, the pairing Cormier with McNabb? Uh, now we have Martinez back with Petro, I think, for the most part. Uh, but what do you think of that pairing? Does that help or hurt You know the way that Cormier plays with McNabb?
1: Oh, no, it's great. I mean, think about Shea Theodore and McNabb. Shea Theodore is the mover. Braden McNabb stays at home and and protects the house when Theodore's doing his thing. Cormier isn't as aggressive on the rush as Theodore is, but he still has that gear. He can run a breakout all by himself, something the Golden Knights dramatically need in the absence of Hutton, Theodore, and all these other puck-moving defensemen and things like that. McNabb is predictable. I think that's how Cassidy explained his game yesterday at the presser. McNabb is predictable. He makes it easy for whoever his partner is To play the right game and to be in position. McNabb, I mean, unless he's out there throwing that hip check around, McNabb's game is not sexy. It's not exciting. It's not something you're ever going to talk about at the end of a game, as far as someone who had a good game, because what he does is largely unnoticeable. But that's a compliment. When your defenseman is out of sight, out of mind, but not a minus one or a minus two every game, that obviously tells you he's doing a lot of great things. So you can really insert any of the uh, 10 or 11 Golden Knights defensemen with McNabb right now. And McNabb makes him better. And especially a rookie with very limited minutes, obviously, in the NHL. Now 60 minutes exactly. There's no better person to be matched up
0: with than Braden McNabb. Coming up next, we've got our predictions and our locks of the night. You don't want to miss it right here on On Golden Knights. We know that we come to sports to escape for some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics and amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And this is really scary, Mr. Golic. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if uh, some of these other companies um, or Someone in our family gets sick, one of our your kids gets sick, and the supply chain issue just keeps them from life-saving medication that they need. So thankfully, everything will be okay with Jace Medical. That's right, Jace Medical. And uh, I got one of those Jace cases. I told you you should have gotten one. I don't know if you did or not. And the pack has five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, Respiratory infections going around like wildfire, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. Stuff could happen really, truly to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com. Complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician. And your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com. And use the offer code LOCKEDON, and you get $20 off of your order. Go to jacemedical.com. Welcome back. Locked On Golden Knights, this Wednesday edition. First uh, end of a back-to-back for the VGK. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is Locked On Golden Knights with uh, at TD Chris G, at TD Chris I am at Tony Dasko. (laughs) We appreciate everyone tuning in on this very show and little chris is up early and he's grown about three inches since we started this show so we got little chris there morning little chris give us a, a little shout out there you good are you good chris can you hear now now? um yeah yeah um yeah okay uh little chris you're a superstar and excellent job with the mic drop on the stanley cup the other day on your show you have your own show like how old are you? 10 years old, and you've got your own show. You're huge. You're just big. He's nine. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. He's nine. Okay. Uh, so now it is that time again for our locks of the night and our predictions. Little Chris, do you want to go first? Get close to the microphone, buddy. Avalanche. Mm. The, the Avalanche would be on the 7 there the
1: first time. Let's go.
0: Let's go. Five t- five one. Vegas. Okay, and who are your locks of the night? Let's go Eichel with a hat trick and it's a little cold star. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, I choose Carlson.
1: You can't choose Carlson. He's still you out choose, for yeah, a long time. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we never choose Carlson. All right, thanks, little Chris.
1: Mic drop. He's gone.
0: He's done. Uh, okay, so my prediction, I'm going to go five to three avalanche and especially if it's Patera in that I think it's going to be really high scoring Um, and Georgiev gives up as we mentioned a ton of goals breaks a lot of sticks a lot of twigs if you will and I'm going to go with the pairing so I've got 5-3 avalanche Dorofiev and Grigory Denisenko is he going to draw in tonight
1: i just sure. put him down anyway
0: yeah he I'll should go, Denisenko. He should. You like should, uh, the way should. that third, uh, the third slash fourth line played the other day, the Howden line, right?
1: Yeah, that was a good. Who is besides who Who is your other one, Tony? I'm sorry, Dorfeev. Dorfeev. Goals in consecutive games. Yeah, I mean, I liked uh, the 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 makeshift third line, which should be the fourth line, but injuries obviously have that going a little bit differently right now. Um, we'll see what happens. I was trying to read between the lines for a second. So the Golden Knights sent. Vikman back down to the ECHL, brought up Papierney. I was just trying to see if that somehow could matter in the grand scheme of things in tonight's game with respect to Aiden Hill. And I'm trying to see if they're, if they're looking to bring someone else up to back Seville. up. Yeah. And then I, I wonder if that was like a paper move or something like that. It's just, just like literally hitting me right now. So I'm really curious to see if there's some news about a goalie being called up for today's game, like Seville gets Seville and Patera go. And honestly, that's what should happen. I think I really think they should give Aiden that extra day and not rush it right now. I don't know what the plan was, but just I feel like the 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 altitude, the travel and everything like what's 24 hours right now. The game is going to be high scoring with or without Aiden Hill and Net. I think so. I don't know. That's just. I, let's, let's see if there's any news in the next three or four hours. But for me, uh, Eichel and Stone—they're both doing really well right now. I'm going to go with a little bit of chalk tonight, and then I'm going six-five shootout Vegas. I think it's going to be just a wacky game, high-scoring game, and six-to-five Vegas in a fun, entertaining game. Hopefully, at least the Gold Knights can find a way to get a points out of this game, and then obviously,
0: all eyes go to Boston tomorrow nights. Yeah, Boston again will be on the. Uh, the what third leg of this uh, road trip? They played uh, a back to back. They played in Arizona last night. They're probably and had a they triple have header, head Tony, just for you. They're probably doing a triple header just for you. It's so so rigged. These next two games, how important are they for VGK?
1: What's important right now is the next ten games. I think there, there's there's two checkpoints right now. You have the ten games up to the All Star break, just because that's the All Star break sprint, and the Golden Lights were pretty bad going up to it, and. They got two back-to-backs over six nights next week, so that's going to be very challenging. And then the next countdown is twenty-three games. Twenty-three games to the trade deadline. I think it's. I don't think people understand how important the next twenty-three games are to the short-term future of this team and the way of people the, look at the Golden the, Knights of the organization. Of the organization, there you go. That works as well too, because I mean, there is a chance that you know. The fair, it's the farewell tour for March, so and Stevenson and Alec Martinez. And I know people hate to talk about their beloved Golden Knights going elsewhere, but the reality is if these next 23 games, if the team does falter and fall far behind in, in the playoffs, that's going to happen. I'll, I'll give brilliant. action. At least two or three of those guys will be moved for the future of the franchise, but the Stanley Cup window would still remain open because the criminal will do some shopping in the offseason. And uh yeah. We'll see what happens. Elias Patterson to Vegas one time. Let's go.
0: Let's go. Has my logo been crooked this entire show? Also, I need to shave. So tonight I will be doing the analyst position job, whatever, for the UNLV Lady Rebels. That's a team that has not lost a conference game in their last 26 games they are wow, not lost. So San Jose State tonight, if you're in Vegas, tune in. From a man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Kudasko. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Make sure that you go to our YouTube channel and subscribe today. We'll see you again tomorrow with a recap of tonight's Avs versus VGK game and much, much more, as always, on the way. Thanks for tuning in to Lockdown Golden Knights and take care.